okay. So question for today. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite Disney creature? Oh. Non-human. Non-human. Yeah. You got a lot of material. Can it? it, Okay. Uh, Ground rules. Are we talking creature as in non-human or can it be like kind of anthropomorphic? Because I wouldn't call the genie genie human, human. but he's kind of human adjacent. Or are we talking like Mushu the dragon, who's distinctly an animal? Use your best judgment. I need rules in my life. Now that you've talked about the genie, it feels like Abu is the only answer. (laughs) Yes. Abu? That's a good one. Wait, wait. Who else is here? Who's this voice? (laughs) Oh my god, it's Nikisa! Hi! Pause for applause. Yeah, the the crowd goes wild. Okay. We're very happy to have the wonderful Nikisa Desmalchian joining us. Oh my gosh, you added my last name too. I know. Yeah. For now. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to talk about my true love, Disney. Yeah, we needed an expert for the the Disney discussion, and luckily, I had one in my in my condo, ready to go. I'm ready with some opinions. Now, I'm, please answer the question so I can tell you how wrong you are. Ouch! Yeah, based off the success of Scott joining us, who has not listened to a single episode, Nikisa has at least <laughs> one episode, so I can only imagine that she's our number one fan at this point. Um, so I'm very honored to have you. Thank you, Kaylin. Yeah, I listened to a full episode and the first few seconds of another, but it felt weird to listen to Will talk about how I should have a baby. Oh, yeah, we talked about, (laughs) I guess, pieces of a one where we talked about how we should birth a child. This feels intrusive. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was a a heavy first episode. Yeah, it was a lot. (laughs) For the world, I think. Uh, who's who's your favorite creature, Kaylin? I just I just said the question. You know, I don't <laughs> didn't know. even think I about, it. about it yet. There's, um, well, there's uh, there's so many. There's good a ones. lot. It's really impossible to choose like an absolute favorite. Like, I might is Mickey just, like, Mouse a creature? Yes, he's nobody's favorite though. No, no one, nobody <laughs> likes Mickey. Poor it was an example. It wasn't my answer. Poor Mickey. I just said not human, but I i mean, no one's going to choose a human as their favorite Disney character. Gaston. Well, Gaston. Gaston. I, w- I was actually thinking Tinkerbell at first when you said, who's your favorite yeah. creature? Because she's real sassy, and I do like that. Um, Jiminy Cricket's not an option in Tinkerbell realm. Like I mean, he's not a great option, but there's nothing wrong with him. I mean, the thing is, the creature movement in Disney really took off after the little mermaid i guess that was before aladdin where does beauty and the beast fall in because they're like all creatures there no they're people trapped in that's a whole other subcategory they're people just magically put into clocks and wardrobes see this is why it's not worth to try to do specifications because people could be both you're right. Beauty and the Beast does. I'm assuming that's, I don't know my timetable, but that is before. Assuming that's before, that might be the first one. No, it was after. Because Little Mermaid's 80s, late 80s. 
and Beauty and the Beast is like 92 or 94 because it was the Oscar nominee that mm-hmm. year. Great. I'm glad you know these things. I was getting I nervous mean, when you called me an expert. It's all wrong. <laughs> but it, the, the, the concept of it is right. <laughs> In all of those movies? Like, hasn't from the get-go of Disney there been Disney creatures? I mean, like, in the old school ones, there's, like, chipmunks, but they don't really have, like, personality or anything like that. There's fairies, but that's kind of more in the human-adjacent realm. But there's, like, even the little mice, like Gus Gus, the little mouse. That's an early... Yeah, but, like, comparing that to Sebastian and the Little Mermaid or... Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Abu or Raja in Raja. Aladdin... You got Mushu, obviously. There's, you know, Phil in Hercules, his trainer, played by Danny DeVito. It's a stretch. It's, it's a stretch because he's like half human, but you're getting into those like sassy sidekick. I would say Pegasus is that. Pegasus, you're right. In Hercules. Yeah. And then you have like the horse and the lizard entangled. You have Olaf frozen you get like a real good run of like okay we have the hero the love mm-hmm. interest and one or two quirky animals hopefully one voiced by a comedian um okay so do you have your answer i don't have my answer um, no i've just been rambling hoping my mind will come up with something i mean no Favorite, one's holding you to this i'm not i'm gonna discount the whole the whole lion king because i feel like that's cheating sure um, and I think my next favorite Disney movie might be, I mean, The Little Mermaid or Aladdin, I guess The Genie. I love the Raja. Genie, it's the hard genie to argue with the, with the Genie. I'm going to say Mushu. I'm going to say Mushu. From Mulan. From Mulan. Love, love Mulan. Love Mushu in it. Who is the voice actor from Mushu? It's Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. It is. Okay. We were talking about mm-hmm. him earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great job. That was my mm-hmm. single biggest issue with the Mulan remake was the lack of lack of it's and the it's music it's, and the, the music. music second so second many good issue songs. was the music. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikisa, what about you? I think I'm going to stick with Abu. Abu's good. Um, I it's I do like a lot of the verbal ones as well, like Mushu, because Abu doesn't talk, but he's so sneaky. I really like him. Oh, and he has a great, like, he's a full character. Yes, he is a full character. Especially when you compare him to Raja, who's a similar role in the exact same movie. Raja's just, like, a little spunky, but, like... Raja is a pet. Abu is a buddy. Yeah. Starting from the scene where he doesn't want to give the bread to the children, he has a full, drawn-out character right away. He gets cold. He gets scared. He triumphant he had a personality mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. non non-speaking options that's probably my favorite yeah yeah what about you Kaylin? i don't know i don't know because originally when i was thinking about this i was thinking about tuck tuck in this movie who was just mm-hmm. done so well um and then i was thinking about the director who also worked on big hero six and just how much I loved the Baymax. Baymax, yeah. That's um, a, that's a who's good. not a creature. He's a robot. So he doesn't even really feel like fit into this. But just from his like helpful demeanor to his squishy physical comedy oh. that was like throughout the whole movie, um, 
I'm just remembering how much I love that movie and how how good it was and how good that character, how that character really made that movie. Yeah. It definitely counts. So this is why you're playing fast and loose when you call me an expert in Disney. I've never seen that movie. You've never seen Big Hero 6? This is a good follow-up to this It's all about like superhero stuff. So I'm not surprised you skipped that one. Just missed it. Just missed it. And it falls into the category of non-musical Disney movies, which kind of come few and far between and often seem like not real Disney movies sometimes. Yeah, I did not watch this movie or uh, Big Hero 6 when it came out because I didn't think I would like it. And I was shocked at how well that movie was put together mm-hmm. and done. It, um, it reminds me of Zootopia a lot, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you like it? It came out at the same time. Zootopia? Yeah, sure. yeah, I love Zootopia. They're making a series on Zootopia. Okay. <laughs> I was supposed to get are. something done one day and Scott put Zootopia on and I just sat, I just was like, oh, what are you watching? And sat down and didn't move for two hours. Like it just is so captivating and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Big Hero 6 is like surprisingly good. Not like too superhero-esque at all. Very like heartwarming story. Mm-hmm. Great robot. Well, we've got Disney Plus now, so. Oh my God, Wally! How could I forget Wally? <laughs> Wally is Pixar. Okay, which is technically under Disney, but if we're if we're going into Pixar, you have Oof. like Remy from Ratatouille. Listen, this podcast is supposed to be Nemo. under an hour each episode. <laughs> we haven't even started talking about the movie. <laughs> I mean, this is thirty three percent of the podcast most weeks, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So not including Pixar, we'll include Pixar another time. Yeah. For no, no, I love the I love the Betamax pick. That's a good one. All right. So. So this week we're we're uh, talking about Raya, and the Last Dragon. Stay tuned. So, Kayla, what are you drinking? Um, I was drinking yesterday. I don't know what it was like in Victoria, but it seemed like the warmest day that we had yet mm-hmm. here. Yes. It was beautiful. The park was like a club for some reason. <laughs> like people had brought live fire fire pits to the park. Pretty sure that's not allowed. Yeah. But so I was drinking, day drinking. And in because I'm getting old, I'm just having a nice green tea <laughs> to settle my nice. stomach after my just couple beer day drinking, which... <laughs> took its effects what about you guys i have a nice wolves ipa from hoin brewing going on and i'm drinking some some classic water because like like you (laughs) kaylin i I, we had a mimosa earlier today Mm -hmm. and now i need three gallons of water for that tiny bit of booze i have (laughs) i get old I know. Well, I'm glad you had a mimosa today. That makes me feel better. That at least mm-hmm. you're not being too responsible over there. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. <laughs> Perfect. Damn it. I need to have more champagne in the house. You guys, at least Will has had mimosas back to back each week. It's a great, great couple weekends. <laughs> yeah. What am I doing? It's with a my lifestyle. Life? Yeah. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> We've made a choice. We're sticking to it. It's a good choice. So. We chose Ryan the Last Dragon because it was feeling like we were getting in kind of like a bummer slump here. <laughs> There's a lot of yeah. sad, really good, but 
heavy movies heavy or emotional movies um and despite us not wanting to purchase the disney subscription yeah. and then 35 dollars on top of it and then trying to purchase through the disney app on our tv was not super easy I, i'm still stoked that we ended up watching this because I, I liked it you did did you not no i did i i actually quite liked it too um what, what were your initial thoughts i liked it as well but i did not love it mm. that's a good opinion um and one I share. I have a, I have like a laundry list of things that like annoyed me about it, but for the Scroll. most part, yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. Just allow me to <laughs> unveil this twenty-eight page notebook. Can't wait, dear Disney. <laughs> dear Disney, dear Walt. How could you do this to me, <laughs> dear the frozen corpse of Walt? <laughs> You'll read this a hundred years when you get revived. Yeah, no, I, I had definite issues with it, um, but although it was enjoyable, I love. An adventure movie i love you know the wanderer kind of trope in movies i love exploring new and fantastical places and yeah it's really beautiful animation and so for the most part for the most part it was an enjoyable ride it definitely isn't going to make my pantheon of favorite disney movies but i definitely enjoyed it before i get out my laundry list we will roll trailer. My name is Raya. Our lands have been at war for as long as we can remember. Our people never see eye to eye. My daughter, I believe our people can come together again, but someone has to take the first step. Now, in order to restore peace, we must find the last dragon. I wish to join this fellowship of butt kickery. Let's go. We'll have to watch our backs. We're not the only ones looking. Six years of searching. Please let this be it. Almighty sees you. Who said that? We really need your help. Ah, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm not like the best dragon. Have you ever done like a group project, but there's like that one kid who didn't pitch in as much, but still ended up with the same grade? Uh, we're doomed. You and the dragon are coming with me. Hmm. My sword here says we're not. The world's broken. You can't trust anyone. Maybe it's broken because you don't trust anyone. You just have to take the first step. For me, it was hard to, a little bit hard to like take the story from the animation because the animation does a lot of heavy lifting in this movie for me. Yeah. It's aesthetically gorgeous. And it does have that like polished Disney feeling that when you and I were talking about Wolf Walkers, William, it was so mm -hmm. like refreshing to have hand drawn animation and that yeah. feeling that was into it. And I mean, I felt that way with some like, um, Japanese animation like Studio Ghibli movies as well like if it's too polished it can start to look generic in a way mm -hmm. but I don't know I didn't feel like that with this one it was 
yeah, just some of the scenes were really breathtaking, even like what they chose to include and the colors and the food. And yeah, Mm -hmm. it just, yes, I could have watched this movie without any of the dialogue and just as like, you know, what or like a three-year-old or something and been pretty like amazed by all of it. Um, But that being said, like aside from that, it felt like it moved at an incredible frenetic pace that I couldn't, that didn't seem to be like in line with the beauty of it a little bit. Um, Like it was just like so much story happens even in the first five minutes and they're like giving you, getting you caught up on all these years of history. And then the first scene happens pretty quickly within the first 10. And then it's like shifting forward in time, six years. And then they're visiting like five different Mm -hmm. realms. And then it's just like, people have likened this to uh, the Airbender series, which I personally love the animated one. Love it too. Which took place over a number of seasons. Um, And it was so like beautifully drawn out with these like rounded out characters and realms that you really got to dive into and learn about. And yeah, it almost felt like it was trying to do so much and tell so much of a story in, I don't know what the runtime was, but probably not that much longer than 90 minutes. It was kind of just a lot. (laughs) That's exactly how I felt, Caitlin. Like I just, I, I really liked it. And the reason I didn't love it is because I needed more of it. Like they just felt like the story didn't quite tie up all of the loose ends that it created. And I just kind of like, if I looked down and looked back up, we were in a whole new world every time. And I didn't get to learn about those worlds, which seemed like they were so beautiful. And the animation was so beautiful that I wanted to be like, well, what happens here? What's this land about? And you didn't really get that because we had to get to the next land. Well, it's a perfect, the perfect example is when they go to, it might be spine. It might not be. I forget which ones are actually which. But the one in the bamboo kind of mountainous region, where they get there, and then they're gone. We don't learn all the spoiler alert. There's going to be spoilers. All the people are pretty much frozen, and we don't learn anything really. Excuse me, anything about that place except what it says in the intro, and it might just be me. I'm kind of getting tired of these animated introductions. That's like in a slightly different style. That's like, here's all the information you need to know. And I say that because a movie like this, I want to be like, and now we're going to this place and I want to know nothing. And I want to discover it on the page. And what they told me at the beginning of that location was like big people, axes, bamboo. I'm like, okay, we get there. What do I see? Big people, big person, axe, bamboo. And I'm like, I could have just discovered this when we got there like an adventure film should be like discovering something new. And I didn't really learn anything about the place from actually visiting. And I felt that like, even in the thieves place before it, I'm like, thieves are here. And I'm like, get there. I'm like, okay, thieves are here. And that's all I get to really know. And then we Mm -hmm. move on to the next, like all this, I could feel like I could have discovered in the actual adventure of it rather than, you know, you could have just been like dragons were here, evil people here. They destroyed it. And we now we have this object. And that could have been all I needed to know. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I was going to argue with you, and I still will a little bit. But it's a, it's a good point <laughs> about the way that it was set up. I thought you were talking smack about like the classic, the classic Disney device of like the storybook opening, which I yeah. love. And I was I was getting defensive of that, because <laughs> it's it is such a like classic 
comfort moment of like, this is how these movies start. I don't mind that. I just want less information. Yeah. Like I remember like Star Wars is the perfect example of a movie that just like throws you in. Here's the new thing. Here's the new thing. And lets you discover it. I know it has to scroll at the beginning, but it's just like, there's war. There's rebels and Imperials go. And you can kind of just figure it out where this movie was like, there was a nation. Evil things came. The dragons do it, and now they're gone, and now we fractured into four. That's all mm-hmm. I really needed to know. Not like, these people are that's the ninjas. All they, that's all they told you, didn't it? it well, didn't no, they, like, is... described, like, this no, place is bamboo. No, that came later, Will. That... No, it was at the beginning. I, I thought it was when her dad was quizzing her. Oh, it is when the dad's quizzing her. I take yeah. that back. But, okay. Then I have problems with that scene. <laughs> but I wanted less... Good. Have problems with that scene. Less told to me. And more, let me experience in the adventure. Because that's the whole point of the adventure movie. Like, going somewhere new and discovering something interesting and new. If I had a shot of the Mines of Moria in Lord of the Rings and knew everything about it and when we went there, it wouldn't be as interesting than just being like, shit, we're going to go down some mines. like, nine hours, though. (laughs) But they could have done that, like, and now we're going to Spine and you like see the place and it's bamboo and it's big people with axes and you kind of like discover it as you go along. Mm-hmm. I would have I... liked more discovery. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have I, to agree I can with argue with that. You, Nikisa, though, like I, I like the classic Disney drop, like drop mm-hmm. you into a scenario where they give you just like a little bit of context. Like I think even finding, well, this is not Disney, yeah. but finding Nemo starts that way. Or um, like I think Zootopia starts that way um, just to give you kind of like a lay of the land because these movies runtime are usually pretty short. So like there's not enough time to like necessarily show you it all. But Will, I agree with you. I think even later on when they're describing these like, yeah, like places that visually seem really well-rounded and thought out and complex. And it's like you got these three points about axes and bamboo and whatever. Mm-hmm. And you don't even get like a point about what makes that place so great. It's almost like what's wrong with each one. Like these people are thieves or whatever. And these people are like really hard to get to know. And they're like cold and yeah. these, you know, there's no not like a balance of what makes them special. And then when that's not really amplified, when they actually go visit there, it kind of felt like feels flat maybe a bit. Mm-hmm. And it really, I think it, is a big detriment to a movie that is moving so quickly. You kind of want the discovery to be a big part of when you first get there. And then you feel like you got something out of, even if when you move, like when the scene's five minutes long and you're already gone, you at least are kind of discovering something along the way. Mm-hmm. Than just it being like, I know this place has thieves and there's a baby there. And you're like, well, no shit. That's going to be a con because this is a place full of thieves. No, instead of just a line of like, be careful out there. This is a rough town. Well, and, and, you and they don't really like there's it's, it's just feels like they tried to bite off way too much because we don't have time to learn about the place or really the characters. Like, why mm-hmm. is this baby like how is this baby capable of this con like i wanted a whole movie about baby. i need a whole short about the baby i need to like learn more about the our our villains i want to learn so much more about their mm-hmm. motivation and where they're coming from like it was mm-hmm. just all kind of you start that conversation and then you're on to the next thing yeah Right. And the characters are so great is mm-hmm. I think why it bothered me so much. Like I can't remember a single person's name, but like I the little boy, the captain. Yeah. 
Captain yeah. Shrimp what ship. A, what a delight. What a delightful <laughs> yeah. character. Yeah. I wanted to learn everything about him. And I genuinely do have like some serious follow-up questions about this baby. <laughs> <laughs> Why does the baby have emotional intelligence enough to be a con person? <laughs> I know. Disney movie, you just don't ask those questions. <laughs> it, I know. It was almost like they drew the character and they're like, it's so cute. Like, we need yeah, to yeah. include it's it perfect. further. And it was good. It was like comedic relief. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It, it was almost not necessary. Yeah, it's a good yeah. example of something that I found too. Like, I didn't know the rules of the stone. And that's your big MacGuffin. And the whole time they're going like, it's dragon, it's dragon power. And you're like, great. And then you discover it's not dragon power. It's just anyone can use it. But yeah. the whole lineup to it is that it's losing power because the last dragon's dying or gone. Oh, yeah. So if it's not tied to the dragon, then why is it losing power? And I'm like, I just don't know. And like, then it works. And then the dragons are back. And I'm like, okay, well, if the dragons are back now, and not before what's different this time yeah and i'm just like i don't know the rules of the game like you have to be like we're in this situation let's go and i'm like great and then the minutes things start what i've been led to believe isn't actually true i'm just like wait a second i thought i was in this situation with these stakes and then the movie's just like oh by the way the fact that dragon's gone doesn't matter at all we we ramped it up that it is a big deal and now we're kind of pulling the bait and switch. And I'm just like, it feels like cheap storytelling. Yeah. And I think this is where I inevitably come in and say, I wish there was songs in this movie. It would have been that was so much better. Happen. I love a Disney musical. Um, and I think some of these, like that is a device that they use to explain rules and characters. Yeah. And yeah. we were missing that. Right. And yeah, and all Disney movies are better when they're musicals. Well, I it's think, just facts. I think of a perfect example of like in Aladdin, you have like that um, whole like, was it like one step? Yeah. Ahead of, like that whole song at the beginning shows you exactly what Agrabah is. It shows like the police system and the people and the the wealth disparity and like it has all those things. Like you could easily go to a new place and have a song by a new character in that. And you would know exactly the kind of people who are in there. You would know the stakes of what's happening. Like it does such a, it's entertaining and it's written well, very economical for storytelling purposes. Mm -hmm. You know what? I honestly never realized that until you guys just said that, like how vital, I mean, I'm going to be honest in my pro column, it, it says no songs. But only because there's sometimes <laughs> bad songs like True. Aladdin, Little Mer, like the classics. Lion King. So many of them um, have brilliant songs. And I watched the new, like you said about the new Mulan. I was like, where is one of the best Disney songs with her, mm. with her song? Um, Pocahontas. Just like so, so yeah. many amazing. Um, but I didn't even realize how much personal like feeling and, and storytelling they do as a like story, like as an actual storytelling device. That's, I feel mm. like an idiot. <laughs> well, and it's and it's how we learn like like you say the rule because i mean they're disney movies they're not necessarily um in, like the rules are not hard and fast rules but like mm -hmm. to use your aladdin example never had a friend like me you kind of learn what the genie is mm -hmm. it's a perfect 
and you know. and I never fully understood what this gem was, even though like we got the beautiful storybook explanation at the beginning. But then the whole movie is around finding, like putting all these pieces back together, mm-hmm. which I was like, but they were together and things were still pretty bad. Like the dragons mm-hmm. still weren't there when they were together before. So like, yeah. I was just, I needed, I needed a, a nice lively song, a little dance number, and <laughs> it would explain everything to me. Maybe, you know, Tuck Tuck would do a couple twirls. It would be adorable. <laughs> He would have a silly, he'd fall over, we'd laugh. You know it. Great. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's, it's a problem with this movie where I don't think, I think everything is meant to build up to a certain point rather than it really, how we actually get there really mattering. Because mm-hmm. you know that, you know that they have to have the showdown in the temple. And then, but I'm sitting there going like, okay, you know, they have the fight. The other people come up and they've like, I'm assuming like she's right. Raya showed them how to do all the traps beforehand. And so the, the people come and they're going to steal a stone. And then everyone else comes up and have this big like brawl slash thing. And I'm just like, this is a nation. And there's literally two people guarding the stone. <laughs> I've been led to believe there's this whole order of people, guardians. None of them are there. There's no guards. There's no one else. You think like of the 20 people there, like there would be a hundred yes. guards there. That's an excellent point. I never once considered that way. <laughs> And it seems like that thing is like an hour and a half away. Like it's a long ways up. And you're like, no one else could have got there. Where's the rest of the villagers? Yeah. You think there's like a big problem? And it's like, and it's the same thing with like, when she's like, I need the golden army to take this dragon. They're like, go right ahead. And they're like five dudes with crossbows. And I'm like, yeah. that's, the that's, army. that's it. That's the great ask she had was to grab like six dudes off the street with crossbows. Uh, you know what? You know, I have a, I have a decent grade on this, but I'm going to have to change it. Cause now all this like unraveling that you're doing that you like to do in other movies where you start pulling threads at things that don't make sense. And he's all these very other good things. At that. I know. And he's ruining it for me because well, I feel like it's the thing is like, I delve into a movie. I like turn everything off. I'm like, all right, whatever you say, I'm going with it. Cause I've watched weird movies and I'm like, you just got to go with it. But like the minute things don't really make sense, like they show the nation. I'm like, all right, I got a perfect idea what this is. And when it's not that I'm just like, is it me or is it the movie being weird? Or like when the dad's like, you know, you got to go on without me. I'm used to that trope. And then be like, I'll hold them off to give you time to run. Cause your head start will allow you to escape when we couldn't. And then she's just like, but if we just like jumped off this bridge together. two feet away, we'd be fine yeah. together. And it's like, and he couldn't do anything. He was just like, oh, well, I'm just, I'm stone now. And she's like, I'll go into the water. I'm like, you could have gone together. Mm-hmm. It was right there. It's not like it was, he about- had to hold them off as part of the stone or something. It's like, it was right there. What about later when Sisu gets shot with the arrow and all the water falls out of like the moat and then they're trying to get people out and they're like move them across the water i'm like isn't the water gone yes is no one checking on this dragon (laughs) she's the most important thing in the world and they're just like no one's gonna check the body there's still power in it you assume she's still alive everyone's like she's gone gone. it's over gone this water dragon better move on better move on The, the thing is 
there's no water in there now. We couldn't go down and oh, check on yeah. her. You couldn't try to help her <laughs> pull the arrow, patch her up. That, can I take us on a complete like new topic right now? Because yeah. I've been dying to ask you this. I knew we were talking about it, so I didn't want to do it last night. At the very beginning of the movie, when, and I don't know the character's name and I should, when Raya meets her little friend who turns into her enemy. Mm-hmm. Nai. Damn it. <laughs> I thought I remembered <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, did either of you think we were having our first same sex love moment when they were meeting? Because I was getting really excited. I was like, Disney's taking swings, and they were not. But there's like some chemistry going on. I mean, I think there's definitely chemistry. I don't know if they're maybe too young at the time. And if they had, if they had developed any bit of that later on in the movie, I would mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I can see it there. They laid the groundwork early on. But the fact they were like, what, nine or something like that? No, they were teens. They were cool teens. I guess me. Uh, they seem pretty young. I think maybe, do you think they left it like they were obviously trying to not make a classic Disney princess story? So I could imagine them leaving it empty to interpretation, you know, without wanting to take a yeah. stand or a... Yeah, um, I, I loved direct. that there was not a love story except for maybe like her and her dad, which is very mm-hmm. sweet. Like I love that there was no prince... I feel like Disney has kind of been doing that more and more. Like mm-hmm. Frozen, the love story is sisters. But um, yeah, I just, I was sitting there and I was like, I, I wish I could have like recorded my inner thoughts when they were first like, oh my gosh, you love dragons? I was like, are we Is it happening? I, I, I thought of the same <laughs> thing too. Or at least I thought in my head that if that was a boy and a girl, and they were having this exact same moment, it wouldn't be like, oh, they're fast friends. I mean, you might have been able to put it in a way that it looked more like that, but it, it would have been flirty. like, oh, they're they're going to be married one day and this will be the pairing of our kingdoms kind of thing. That had the feeling of it. So, yeah, I think there's legis- legitimacy in that, especially because there's no, even not even love story, no men present in either of their lives. I think there's a, the reading that can't be that I that I choose to read yeah I feel like it was it was it's not just you I feel like I heard about this yeah she said um Kelly Marie Tran who voices uh Raya when she was like talking about it or doing an interview the voice actress said that there was some romantic feelings going on there between Raya and Namari (sighs) Oh, that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. me really happy. So I think, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's an interesting, like, thought, Will, that you put those two characters together and they're like a boy and a girl early on. You assume there's like this, like, united kingdom marriage happening. And maybe that's just from our, like, growing up with these stories that always end up that that's way, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, why wouldn't it be the case otherwise? But yeah, I loved that there was also... An, I mean, I guess Namari's mom was kind of the main villain when it came down to the end, but with any without any real understanding of her motivations, there wasn't like a clearly very evil person. Yes. That sometimes happens mm-hmm. with Disney and that I liked. It was like the evil was almost just the mistrust of people. 
and while that wasn't articulated super well because they still had Namari's mom as this character, yeah, a little bit messy. Um, I did like that. Although that's kind of also the case with Frozen, I guess. That there was never really like an evil... No, it's just like society's expectations. Yeah. There is a very explicitly (laughs) evil guy in Frozen. Oh yeah, right, sorry. (laughs) There is a guy who... It was more society. I want to say Sven, but that's the reindeer... (laughs) It was, yeah. The guy who finishes her sandwiches. In yeah, the yes. But yeah, I the, the Namari Namari is that the right? We're going with that. Namari's yeah. mom is another character I would have loved a song for because like they do show some really tender mom moments mm-hmm. that make you not just like outright hate her. But yeah, I would like to know her motivations because I think they're trying to tell us that everyone is complex and there are not good people and bad people and they're all doing the best they can given the information mm-hmm. they have and the experience they have but yeah. like we didn't she did not get justified or like her story did not get told in full so it that that whole concept of they're not being villains falls apart she would have had a great villain song yeah totally well, I'm glad we got to dig into some of the things that didn't... I think my five-year-old brain took over and was just kind of like mesmerized by the progression of the fast-paced story to really spend too long on these like dangling threads of stories that were not summed up in any way or explained or just like ran through without any... Yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, like you said, well, it just feels like lazy storytelling. Like even the fact that the guy like grabbed it and then just broke the stone right off the bat, I'm like... You guys, like right when they Come steal on. it, it just like yes. immediately breaks and you're like, oh, you just dropped it like that. Like, here we go. It's very delicate. That's why no one could go on the inner pedestal, because if it like anyone breezes on it, it just breaks. That's it the just, problem. The whole thing seems like such a shame to me that there's this lazy storytelling because like, I'm sorry, we are in like pandemic mode if you had made this into a giant mini series yes yes i know like avatar or something like that yeah i i would have given you all of my time to watch it like i would have paid episodes on each all of my money like what else are we doing and it was it's so beautiful so rich the whole the animation the atmosphere i was so obsessed with the hair in this movie Mm -hmm. and it made me want to watch other uh, recent Disney animations and see if the hair was that good in all of them because like it clumped it clumped the way hair clumps yeah in a have way I don't recall yeah. seeing Brave yeah. I've not seen Brave Brave has great hair mm-hmm. oh I yeah. feel like I've got a big met. week of watching yeah. Disney Plus ahead of me I feel like every Curly. Disney or Pixar movie they're like we need one identifiable trait that we're gonna really work on sometimes it's water Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like the fire or the sky. And this one's like, we're going to go hair. We're going to really get well, this hair And like down. only because they've mastered everything else. Like some of yeah, their costumes yeah. and outfits. Um, oh, like I think yes. like Namari's like white out, um, tank with like the bar in it. Like looks like it's wearing. Like it looks like she's worn it a bit. The yeah. way like yes. the thing is in it. And um, Raya's just like like wide brimmed hat with the full cloak. Like she looks yeah. so badass. And I love a good badass Disney princess which we have tons more way more coming out now than there used to be but um yeah everyone's like outfits and hair you're right the hair really was amazing but yeah fun to watch 
it was a great design um i feel like there's a problem with animation is that if you get because you're kind of like if you don't have the story down because you have so many different crews animating different things if you ever change something in the movie you can't just do a reshoot you're already like 75% way through animating something. It's not like a regular movie where you can just say, oh, we're going to change this one scene that we're not filming till later. It's all going at once. So if you have something that changes or you want to change a different story beat, it becomes a lot more difficult and a lot more expensive if, you know, maybe you don't think it's going to be. I know, but it's not like we're nitpicking small things here. We're nitpicking like, we're not even nitpicking. These are like legitimate big story arcs that yes. don't seem to make sense. Like this needed... Well, the big thing for me, not the big thing for me, but like right at the end when she reunites with her dad, like this all happens in a completely different nation. They apparently go to every other place first to reunite everyone and then come back to heart. And he's like still on the bridge picking up his staff like he just got dissolved and it seems like it would have been like a day later or hours later and he's like so i'm just like was she supposed to be there with the original story beat that she was did the climax one place take there and they're already too far ahead because it just seems like such a stupid thing where someone would say like oh and everyone's dissolved and she goes back and meets your dad and like of all the places they could have said to meet that, he's like on the bridge picking up thing like, oh, we're back. And I'm just like, that was the the worst decision you could like the it doesn't make sense why you'd even make that decision. Instead of just her coming out of the forest and then people being like, oh, and then him like maybe just happening to be there at the time or meeting her part way or like something like that. But these are things just, that kids would never think of, right? Like these are like the oh, the logic yeah. things that we think about because it's like it seems like you could have like to your point made it a day later and put them inside. Um, mm. Like it's it's so easily solvable, but yeah, it just it feels like they're able to let those things go because it's like ah, kids won't know. <laughs> That's so it disappointing. Like lazy. Well, when you think about like Pixar and like the clear storytelling that happens or at least used to happen with Pixar right like the stories Mm -hmm. were so like well developed like that was the key part there wasn't these loose threads everywhere and I feel like Pixar story machine is famous of like test screenings going to different teams like you might be the director on it but like 20 high functioning people all worked on it together yeah and they're striving to like in one of my favorite books, if you haven't read it, <laughs> Creativity Inc. Oh. About the creative culture of yeah. Pixar. Oh, I need to. Read I mean, that. I think some issues happened with their upper leadership after this book came out. Yeah, the John into... Lasseter thing will just. Skim we could say that. he was a creative genius, awful in other ways. However, um, just like the push to be better and better and better. How can this be better? Like every mm-hmm. time, like it's not just okay. They really. Um, you don't get these scenes in Pixar in the the golden age of Pixar, like that two yeah. thousands run. Like yeah. everything's such. Why is this here? Why is this in this spot? And mm-hmm. they're classics for a reason. Mm-hmm. So have we addressed most of the things on the scroll of issues? <laughs> me, so we're done. Page one, down okay. page two. No, that that was that was most of it. As because I'm such a nerd for, and you said like. 
a place like Avatar The Last Airbender, you go to Bossing Say, or you go, you don't know what these places are, except you have a general idea and you get to discover it when you're there, like the canal network, how it's built, all those things. And as an adventure nerd of like going to a new place and discovering something. That's why I love like, especially the first Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Rings so much. It's like, you don't know what Rivendell's like. You don't know what the Mines of Moria are like. You don't know what Lothlorien is like. All these places. And you get to discover it. The fact that I didn't feel like I got to discover any of these places is a bit disappointing for me. Because I love the idea of like mm-hmm. these nations and this cool like water network that connects them all and a fantastical element and this lone rider has such a cool design. I'm like, I'm in the bag. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of fell a little short. I still really enjoyed it for the reasons you said. It moves at such a good pace. It's very well animated. The action scenes are good. The design of the creatures are creepy and weird, and I like them. But yeah, that was pretty much it. The Droon. The Droon. The Droon. The Droon reminded me so much of Fern Gully. Yeah. Of the like oh. toxic smog of Fern yes. Gully. Yes. God, I haven't seen that movie in forever. Yeah, me too. But that sounds so familiar great movie mm-hmm. great oh movie. man I, yeah it would have been good to maybe have like also a little bit more to what that was but i mean i would i would have given that a pass if they fixed everything else He's like, evil creature i was like sure why not like it would be a minor annoyance dragons are magic okay. this is magic yeah should we just talk about aquafina and so uh, we have talked about aquafina what a queen what a great dragon design We've been talking about the look of it, and we have not talked about the dragons, which are it's, great. I mean, I know they cast her as the voice actress and then made the dragon. So they, they must could, have. Yeah. They, they did, yeah. So yeah. you can see, obviously, like even just how the dragon like rambles on. Like people keep <laughs> talking, and she's still like, it's got <laughs> so, so much of her own personal comedy, like mm-hmm. in in the design of it and it just like it was a lot when they when she first wakes up and you're like oh my god it's her as a dragon um but i was i was in for it the whole way it felt like it's crazy that aquafina has not been in every animated film i know since she was born like she like her 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 comedy suits it so well she would have made speaking of talking dragons she would have made a great Mushu oh, yeah. into live action if they wanted to yes. go like a slightly different route. She also had to like, you know, not nearly as you know frantic as Eddie Murphy's comedy, but she has like a rambling style of comedy, fast talker. All amazing own. voice. Like great, frankly, like, raspy an amazing kind of voice. voice. Yeah, it's very distinct. Have, have you guys seen the second Jumanji? The second yeah. new Jumanji. Yes, we um, have. Have we? Yes. Sure. Anyway, she's in that and she's amazing in it. I'm pretty sure she's her voice in Jack Black for part of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> what a pairing. I mean, what a pairing. She's great in general. Like, not even talking about the farewell, which it was like a mind blowing, like, holy shit. She's like, she's good. Even in something like Ocean's Eight, I think she's my favorite character in that movie, which I don't think was a great movie but has so many great actors in it that i was surprised she was the one who really stood out of all of them do we know do either i say we do either of you know if the design of the dragons is 
relevant to Southeast Asian culture. Because like oh, those sort be. of fluffy dragons, I've never really seen that before. It's, I have no I've idea. seen it mentioned online that, I mean, I've seen a, a complaint issued online that they're an amalgamation of different countries okay. rather well, than like... Well, the whole like, movie seems to be... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it never really bugged me, especially because they're like, I don't know the intricacies of it. So, you know, a lot of other things bugged me. If I knew, maybe it bugged me too. But having distinctly <laughs> different nations, I was like, you know, whatever. They get bits and pieces of each. Doesn't matter. I think they... It must be a a type of dragon common because dragons are common throughout you know Japan and Korea and China and all of these course. other areas like Thailand. It's very common to see imagery of them, so it must be. I just especially in that when all the dragons came back in that beautiful final. I guess it wasn't the final scene, but near the end, mm-hmm. it to me, I just kept thinking like, oh, these are so marketable. Like, yes, they're yes. so collect them all. They're so on trend with like this whole unicorn thing yeah. that's yeah. going on right now. And then they were the these beautiful like pastel-y colors almost they that I don't normally associate pretty. with yeah. dragons. And yeah. I was like, oh, the Disney store is about to be Money. full. <laughs> Plushies, and I'm going to own four of them. <laughs> yes, that's what I thought when, yeah, when she was first, um, like she goes in the water, like when she they yeah. first, she's yeah. so soft and yeah, so beautifully animated. Um, oh, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, when you see them all, even just all of them, like um, both uh, Raya and God damn it, I forgot her name again, but like the, the costumes in ter- Namari, mm-hmm. yeah, in terms of like Halloween costumes and yes. just like. Mm-hmm. I can see people wanting to really uh, be part of that. Totally. No, the design, I think, <laughs> the design, I think, is one of the strongest aspects of the movie. It's very well. If only they just spend rendered. a few of those hours on the storyboarding. <laughs> like just right. a little more. Just a little more. Um, uh, but yeah, I do. I do appreciate to your point, Kellen, that. They can make Disney movies without songs in it. I think this would have been such a ripe, especially with so much like... This one needed a song. I'm just going to say it. You're right. I But especially with like, you're taking points from a region, like a specific region. You have so much access to like the native musical trends of that area that could be so interesting and new mm-hmm. and exciting rather than like another one set in the States that you get some Broadway person to write songs for becomes a lot less interesting than like you know what here's 10 instruments we've never used before let's do something interesting with it i agree with what you're saying but i disagree that not all disney movies need songs (laughs) and i'm feeling defensive of lin-manuel miranda because i feel like you just took a swipe at him no let's fight about it for 45 more minutes he did moana (laughs) and moana was like this exact thing where it's a very distinct type of music for that region this is what they could have done moana was so good for that and as much as i love the movie like tangled or frozen those are like the generic broadway-ish songs you kind of like when i listen to i don't like the frozen soundtrack because i'm just like Okay, I know the five beats that every song's going to take. I know, like, the big ups and the big downs, and here's where it starts, and here's where, like, I know that. And Feel free to jump boring. in. <laughs> I'm just taking my engagement ring off, because Will said he doesn't like it's the Frozen sound. Yeah, I'll say it. Let it go. 
I'm gonna is flip a bad this table. song. I'm gonna flip it's this table. It's a bad song. You have millions of people to fight. <laughs> the Olaf songs. It's a banger. I don't know if Let It Go is my favorite song, but like there are delicious songs in the Frozen. Are you movies. sure you're just you're not just swayed because of Let It Go, like because of the fanfare around that movie? Because there are other amazing songs. But I mean, yeah, it's that's part of it. But I feel like I've seen like there's the same kind of broad like different style of Broadway, but they're Broadway. Like I got them in The Lion King, and I got them in The Little Mermaid, and I got them in Beauty and the Beast, and I got like they're great, but this is a great opportunity to do something more interesting with it. I wonder if they didn't in this film because we were amalgamating so many different cultures. I wonder if it was just like... that a Disney problem that they have? <laughs> like, I think they might be starting to realize they're not supposed to do that. <laughs> like, I wonder if there would be... Because I know there was a lot of... The only thing I knew about this movie going into it was there's a lot of criticism around the casting because they were casting, like, um, Chinese people and Korean people, not Southeast Asian people mm. in this film. So, like, I wonder if if it was just like too much to try to do songs from that region without causing scandal yeah. in some way. Um, I'm not, I don't know enough about Southeast Asian culture to say anything intelligent on this though. <laughs> yeah. I'm very no, aware me too. of it. <laughs> you know, it could just be that we talked before about the new Disney movie coming out later this year, I guess. Encanto. Um, yeah. And you know, maybe they just want two musicals on the schedule. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting that when they made Mulan, they decided to take the musical, like, the songs out, right? Yeah. So there obviously is an intention to maybe not try to do it. Or, yeah, Nikisa, to your point, maybe because it's an amalgamation of this, like, fictional realm that has draws inspiration from so many different places, it's difficult to know where to take the songs when they have such a clear cultural inspiration in things like Coco, right? Mm-hmm. Or even Moana, or like maybe this was just not the right spot for them to do it, or it would have been touchy culturally to try. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Disney is kind of famous for being like, oh, we're doing this movie. It's called Mulan. It takes place in China. And people are like, oh, do you feel like, even back then, are like, are you going to be able to capture like the Chinese experience? Like, don't worry, we spent two weeks there. We did we did a great job. Like, oh, you know, we were doing the first black princess movie in Princess and the Frog. Like, are you sure you the pretty much completely white animation staff and direction staff is fit to tell a story? Like, we went down down for like two weeks. We really grasped what was going on there. I think we're good. They're kind of famous for just being like, no, we'll tell the story. Don't you worry. But, you know, we'll do the lip service of, you know, doing a tourist vacation of it and be like, right. I understand their plight. <laughs> Let me tell a story about it. I still haven't seen The Princess and the Frog. Is that the case? Like, does it feel inauthentic? I don't inauthentic? think so. Oh. But it's just like, it's. I feel like, like it's that thing where until someone who has lived and experienced something tells that story, there are just little touches that you won't like men can tell a great story about what it takes for a young girl to be growing up in certain areas. Like they 100% can because they're great writers. Will it have certain levels of authenticity that maybe won't exist? Obviously. Um, but watch Princess Frog. It's perfectly fine. 
I have a I have a great criticism of Princess and the Frog that I don't remember if my friend said to me or if I read in like a tweet, but you came um, up with it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I, I will attribute it all to myself. But it was like we waited however many years for uh, a black Disney princess, and they made her an animal in ninety percent of they the just movie. Immediately, <laughs> like, like most, like she is a frog. <laughs> She's a frog for over half that movie. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> It's, it's a good it's a it's good from my culturally insensitive perspective as not a black person from Louisiana. I enjoyed the film. I don't know how insensitive it is. Right. It's has adorable frogs falling in love. Good and music. Good music and cool. delicious food. The food in the movie I remember is it's Look, Princess Tiana's a chef. Yeah, I think aside from like maybe Ratatouille and and all Miyazaki films. It's the best food in animation. Yeah. <laughs> so good. It's hard to go against any of his ramen or his delicious food. I know. Street, the like um, street market, night market scene. In Spirited Away. It's just like. Or Ponyo and his ramen. I don't remember oh. Ponyo. Oh, what? We watched Ponyo. It's so good. <laughs> Wasn't my favorite. Sorry. Okay. okay. Um, your opinion's wrong, Caitlin, is what I'm hearing. I, I appreciate you telling me that. <laughs> Sorry. But you're so wrong. All right. I need to brother. give her Ponyo another chance. Um, Ponyo wants ham. Why won't you let Ponyo have his ham? I was ham? like clearly not paying attention in this movie. <laughs> I've the never fish seen with it. The, the hair. I um, couldn't yeah. get on board with Ponyo as a character, I think. I didn't know why the fish had hair. <laughs> Give it another chance. Okay. Um, yes. So I had on my list thing, like, I also really like Tuk Tuk. I already said that. Tuk Tuk's but great. in terms of just, like, the movie itself, when it opens with her riding through the desert, and then mm-hmm. it cuts and is like, and she's riding through the desert, and you're like, oh, that's like a cool like vehicle that she has because she's gone. That's like rolling mm-hmm. around. It's all like deserted and desolate. Um, you know, it's kind of a weird way to start a Disney movie. It's not what you would think, and then it rolls into what it normally is, which is to tell you all the history. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you with that scene, when nothing is explained, and then you see the earlier scenes of her with this like cute little furry armadillo creature. <laughs> And then you see her later, which is like clearly her grown up and like more mature and alone, abandoned. And then with this like giant creature, like to your point, Will, of not being told everything. Like I was so into the movie for that Mm -hmm. scene. I was like, oh, this is six years later. We don't know what's going on. She's got this amazing like partner friend, much like Abu, that they're going to like just. And then they spend so much time in this wasteland world, you know, with the map and like the sense Mm -hmm. of adventure. And it's just like. I was, it was so promising at that moment. And then it just like sped up too quickly through all these realms. And like, it just, I don't know, like that was like the peak for me. Like, it's almost like they knew what they were doing and then they just like, everything was down after that. And then someone was like, you guys know this has to be 90 minutes, right? And they're like, oh, we got four more places to go. Oh no. Like the beginning of that movie, because like there's there's the storybook, then that beautiful scene that you talked about. And then we cut into like her and her dad battling, which you don't know it's her dad. Yeah. And you don't know what the stakes are. Like I was right there with you, Kaylin. I was like, this is different. 
I love this. Yeah. I can see like I can see my ingredients that make me understand that this is a Disney movie. Like we've had we have a little critter. We have like there's things I know. But then yeah, I just love that like we started in battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you really thought this was like a battle, right? Yeah, and it's like, like Indiana Jones style it battle. You're like, like a heist. Yeah. Yeah. And just in a way, we don't often see female characters as well. Mm-hmm. Like we don't often that that's a unique experience to see that character be a young female mm-hmm. who's intelligent. Totally. Mm-hmm. So Which it's really, really cool. yeah. I just wanted to end on that because I felt like it was there was so much potential there, and it just tried the to bones do. Bones are so good. Yeah, and. Sometimes the story doesn't have to be too complex. It doesn't have to be that the stone was broken and then it's together, but it's not the dragons that bring it back together. But, it, you know, like even by the end, it trying to explain that trust is the most important thing by telling us instead of showing us, even though it's shown us literally through the entire movie that this movie is about trust. <laughs> it yeah. still like has to be like yelled at you again in the end. And I'm like, I get it. I get that this movie is about that. I'm questioning all the other decisions that were made that seem to not make any sense or have been explained. But yeah, no. overall, it definitely had potential. Still, still really enjoyed it. Um, so with that said, I'm going to give it a three and a half out of five. Okay. I'm going to give it a solid three. Like 2.75. Wow. It's tough. Like I enjoyed it. Like two point five would be like it, it's. Fine. Oh, now I think I'm gonna give it a three. And I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm. It's like I don't feel like I'm like. Ugh, it's fine. I feel like I enjoyed it, but like every, you know, fifteen twenty minutes, there's something that was just like didn't quite sit right storytelling wise with me. Mm-hmm. So like two point seven five three, just like just under. Okay. Do I get to do a rating as a oh, guest? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, and that's all the time we have. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. I'm going to rate it a uh, 3.14 because it is Pi Day when we are recording. Oh, yeah. And uh, I kind of want pie. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I'm so upset I don't have can a we, pie on hand. Can we, can we get pie? <laughs> So we got to go to the bakery. I got to go. I, I got to go. <laughs> got to go. <laughs> go. And that's all the time we have. <laughs> I forgot about pie day. But yeah, I think that's, yeah. I feel you. I think I gave it three, three and a half because I was all on board for the Aquafina voice. Yes. yes. Demonstration yeah, yeah. that was oh, just. Uh, it's so good. It's yeah, just a kiss. Minutes. <laughs> Absolutely. Any, any final thoughts? More adventure movies. I want them. I want them all. I want to go to a new and fantastical place. It's a bunch of different locations and you go to each one and explore a new amazing area. Yeah. Or more of that. I think everyone's in need of a little escapism adventure story, especially during our prolonged incarceration in our homes. No no adventures. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) I'll take anything at this point. Do you want to introduce the movie for next week um so next week i hope you all enjoyed ryan the last dragon join us next week for judas and the black messiah available on crave slash hbo thank you for listening oh my god and we didn't say thanks for joining us nikisa 
Thanks for having me, you guys. This is super fun. No, it was so nice having you on. And I love that you came for a Disney movie, which is your specialty. Or at least one of your many specialties, because I feel like I could also use you on like a solid rom-com review as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like if you got a teen movie comes in the mix, give me give me a call. You know where to find me. It's in the next room. Yeah. So. I'll, I'll just yell. <laughs> well, until next time, until the next teen comedy or rom-com or Disney comes out. Yeah. We'll see you then.